Don't forget to follow Seven Lamb on Twitter and Instagram at Seven Lamb Podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents The Walk, Episode Twenty Five. I ended up staying at the RV park for a week. It gave Dad a bunch of time to run out and buy me supplies and mail them. It also saved him money since I didn't have to pay to stay here. Instead, I offered my assistance in exchange for a roof over my head. I helped Lawson and his friends Joey, Rob, and Kenneth work on a new pavilion and cookout area. Hey, Rob, help me with this. You know, we need to make another run. Later. I'm not on that now. They were nice guys, and I was happy to help them out. It was nice to know that my walk would continue. I'd almost quit. I was really close, but knowing that my dad wanted to help me made me decide to keep going. I didn't need him to buy me new supplies. I had enough money for that, but it was a thought. Although I'm sure Mom coerced him, even though she denied it. He wanted to help you, John. Sure, Mom. He did. All I said was that you had made it far. That's all? Yes, and he agreed. Of course he still wanted you to come home, but I told him it wouldn't be much longer now. So when I told him of your problem, he wanted to help you. I knew you didn't really want to stop walking. I'm surprised you didn't drive up here to get me. He joked about it. Have you talked to him today? He's mailing your stuff now. Priority. Yeah, I got his text. Make sure you thank him. He bought most of the stuff. I have. And thank you too, Mom. You're welcome, honey. I texted Dad all the stuff I needed. I kept it simple and just asked for the necessities. He was sending it to the RV park, which was awesome. Should be here in no time. Come in. Got a package, buddy. Awesome. Couldn't wait to open it. Felt like a kid on Christmas. The same excitement I'd felt before starting the walk had washed over me. In a way, it was a new beginning, and I was ecstatic to once again set out on my journey. The package held everything I needed. Backpack, shirts, shorts, pants, socks, boxers, jacket, towel, shampoo, toothbrush, toothpaste, hat, small first aid kit, pocket knife, sunglasses, sunblock, charger, water filter, water jug, baby powder, and a few miscellaneous items. I decided a life straw, Kindle, journal, and iPod weren't necessary. I had my iPhone and a new charger, a better one. I also ran out with Lawson to buy a new cable to charge my phone. I could just download the music and podcasts onto my phone and listen. It would drain my battery for sure, but oh well. I wasn't in a rush and I can charge it when I needed to. Ever since I'd hit the southern states, I'd been able to hit a town almost every day. They usually had some fast food restaurants where I could charge my electronics. It was a lot different than the Midwest. Looks like a lot of good stuff. Oh, yeah. Dad had also sent me food, beef jerky, protein bars, energy bars, and trail mix. So you're all set then? Yeah, I am. I'm glad. If you need more help... That's fine. Grab a beer. Watch some TV and relax. Still got a lot of walking ahead of you. Okay, thanks. 
I decided to call dad. John? Hey, dad. Did you get the stuff? Yeah. Good. That's everything, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Thank you, dad. Just finish this thing. I have no idea why you decided to do this, and I'm pretty sure I'm never going to understand, but just finish it. Okay. Lawson had driven me back to the spot where he picked me up the day I lost my stuff. We shook hands and I was off. Three days later, I made it to Cullman again. I returned to the RV park to see Lawson and his friends working on the pavilion. Well, look who it is. He still has his stuff. I'm not letting this stuff out of my sight, no matter what. He let me stay in the break room for the night, and the next morning I took off for good. I took 278 to Gadsden. On my way, I'd received a text message from an old high school friend on Facebook. I hadn't talked to TJ in years. He told me he'd been following my journey and knew I was entering Georgia soon. He lives south of Atlanta. While I would be avoiding Atlanta because big cities were too hard to walk through, TJ told me to let him know when I was close. He wanted to take me out to eat and catch up. I was all for it. I continued along 278 after Gadsden. There was no shoulder, so I was forced to walk on the uneven grass, which killed my ankles. I took breaks often. Days passed, and I continued to listen to podcasts. I listened to about eight a day. I was just burning through them. When I hit the small town of Piedmont, I decided to get off 278. I searched Google Maps and found a shortcut through Talladega National Forest. There was a small road called Duggar Mountain Road. This would allow me to continue south and get off the highway for a bit. It was October 27th and nights were much cooler. Luckily, Dad had gotten me a jacket, because I often slept in it. In fact, there was a cold front coming and nights were only going to get worse. I did not care for the cold. I slept in a park outside of Piedmont and the next morning jumped onto Virgo Road. That led me to Hebel Highway, which was very small. No cars passed the entire time. Around 10 it started to warm up, but then I hit another issue. Before I got onto Duggar Mountain Road, I passed a large grouping of bushes. Two large pit bulls came out snarling. Oh shit. One had a collar on, the other one didn't. They had to belong to someone around here. There was a farmhouse in the distance, but no one in sight. I slowed my pace as the dogs followed me. It's okay, I mean no harm. Shit, I just wanted a nice walk through the National Forest and I come across two pissed off pits. I had my knife, but no other protection. I slowly made my way to the side of the road and picked up a large stick. Not to play toss, but to fight them off if need be. It's okay, just let me pass. I was almost a dugger. If they were just protecting this farmhouse, they would stop. Hopefully they would stop. I continued my slow pace as they circled around me. When I passed the farmhouse, they didn't yield. They continued to circle me. Okay, well, I'm in trouble. Then one of them stopped in the road in front of me. It took an aggressive stance. No, no. Shit. It looked like they were about to attack. Okay, fine. Let's go. I raised the stick and the dog charged. Shit. Then what happens? They attacked. 
And? And I hit him with the stick hard right over the head. Dude, you lucky you weren't bitten. I know. They came close a couple times, but I found a hubcap on the side of the road and went full gladiator on him. <laughs> what? Like the hubcap was a shield? Hell yeah, it was. That's how I avoided teeth. Damn, man. A couple hits and they eventually ran off. I never had a dog encounter like that. It was genuinely terrifying. I'm sure. I'm surprised you didn't keep the hubcap. I carried it for a while, but after Duggar and the Talladega Forest, I didn't have any more scary encounters, so I ditched it. Extra weight? Exactly. I was sitting in a small roadside diner with my old friend TJ. TJ was tall, clean-shaven, and now bald by his choice. I hadn't seen him since senior year in high school. He used to hang out with Chase and I a lot, but then we went to different colleges and that was it. Dude, I've been following your trip since you left. I meant to contact you earlier, but things have been hectic and I kept forgetting. After Duggar Mountain Road, I jumped on to 55, then 49 south to 78. 78 was a slightly large road when it led me right into Georgia. Once I made it to Tallapoosa, I called TJ and he picked me up and took me to a small diner known as Terry's. Place is pretty good. I've never been here. Just saw it when I was on my way picking you up. Was it a far drive? Nah. I was actually in Lithia Springs on a work call. So when you messaged me about crossing the Georgia border, I just left there. Oh, okay. So tell me more about the walk, man. I gave him a quick recap since he hadn't read any of the blogs. He only followed my trip through Facebook posts, but there was one thing I left out and it was recent. I told him about my stolen backpack, but not about me almost quitting. Maybe I was ashamed by the thought. Now, let's talk about the good stuff. Chase? Chase, why did you guys split? It was one thing with a group of us, but with just Chase and I, it was stressful. Crazy how you guys started with five, and now you're down to one. Well, technically two, just walking separately. Do you like it? Besides the stolen backpack and the dog attack, I do. It's peaceful. Honestly, man, it's probably for the best. I never really liked Chase. Really? He was a jerk. Wow. I'm shocked you're saying that. We all hung out for years. Yeah, but he slowly started to wear on me. Everything always had to be his way. Remember game nights? He would throw a tantrum like a child when he didn't get his way. I don't remember that. You guys were close, so you probably didn't notice. Maybe. Known him for a long time. But I feel like I started seeing the real chase on this trip. Well, you spend 24 hours with someone. It doesn't take long to see all their little annoyances. Makes sense. Trust me. He was a jerk. Well, we're still friends. Really? Think so. So it doesn't bother you that he ditched and took off? He's going to finish way before you. That's fine. This isn't a race. It's an experience. I figure he'll finish a few weeks before me. I stayed a week in Cullman waiting on my new backpack and supplies. Dude, he's going to finish way before you. More than a few weeks. He's already in Florida. What? Really? Posted about it yesterday, actually. Maybe he cut down earlier. Could be in the panhandle. He is. Just east of Tallahassee. That far? Yep. Wait, I didn't see him post anything. He did. He posted a lot of pics over the past week, even on Instagram. I had Instagram, but hardly checked it. I grabbed my phone and scrolled through Facebook. I'm not seeing it. He posted a ton. After a couple more minutes of scrolling, I stopped. The dates on my friend's posts were over a week old. Did I miss something? TJ pulled out his phone and showed me a pic of Chase standing by the Welcome to Florida sign. Hmm. Wait a second. I did a search and quickly found out why I couldn't see his posts. He blocked me. What? He blocked me on Facebook. Wow. So maybe you guys aren't friends anymore. The cold front had moved in two days later and boy was it cold. 
I hadn't hit weather like this since the North Cascades in Washington. I made my way along the up and down roads through Carrollton, Whitesburg, and Luthersville. On Halloween, I got a cheap motel where I watched Halloween 4 and 5 on AMC before drifting off. I headed down 27 until I decided to cross over to US 19. I actually lived not far from 19 in St. Petersburg, where it was also known as 34th Street. If I continued down 19, it would take me all the way home. The problem was that I wanted to head to the southernmost point of the continental United States, so I would be bypassing it. I don't know why you can't stop here for a little. Just to visit? Because, Mom, if I stop at home, I may not want to leave. I don't think that's true. I really don't want to head home until I've completely finished. Fine. I just missed my baby. I know, Mom. Several times I'd found frost on my tent. Couldn't believe it had gotten so cold. I didn't even want to get up most mornings until the sun rose, but I pressed on. I walked through Americus, Leesburg, Albany, and Camilla. Sometimes I slept on the side of the road, and sometimes I slept outside of police stations, as long as they were okay with it. I felt safer outside of police stations for the most part. Although some towns I passed through were pretty sketchy. Bars covered windows, people shouted out their doors, police sirens were a constant sound. One day while walking, I dropped my sunglasses and stepped on them, cracking them. I was sitting outside of Thomasville trying to at least replace the lens when I was approached by a tall black man in a pink polo and jeans. He had parked his car on the side of the road and crossed over to talk to me. Hello. Hi. Need any help? No. I've seen you walking. Yeah, I've been walking a long time. I know. I've seen you the past three days. I'm walking across the country. Is that right? What's the final destination? The man sat next to me on the ground. This was weird. Heading to Key West. You got a ways to go, then. Yeah. You need anything? Water? Food? No, I restocked in Camilla. Hey, what happened to your glasses? Cracked. They're not too bad if I can get them back in the frame. You can't wear those. They're fine. No way. One second. The man stood and walked to his car. Two minutes later, returned. He held out a pair of jet black sunglasses. Oakley's. They're nice. I can't accept these. Sure you can. Really? I'd like to help a fellow traveler. You travel? I have. In fact, I'll be doing the Appalachian Trail next year. Wow, that's a hell of a trek, too. The man once again sat in the grass next to me. I thought it was so weird, but he seemed nice, so I didn't read too much into it. We ended up talking for about a half hour. I told him of my walk, and he told me of his travels. He'd been to a lot of countries and loved hiking. hope this isn't too personal, but... What do you hope to get out of this walk? You know, I've asked myself that many times. And? Haven't come up with a single thing. Take it all in. Whatever you're looking for, it'll come to you. Spiritual journey like... Oh, no, that's... What? It's not a spiritual journey. No? Why do you say that? You're not a spiritual person? I'm not a religious person. You don't have to be religious to be spiritual. I... I don't believe in spirits. Sorry, don't mean to mock you. No, you're fine. I think this is a spiritual journey for you. Spirituality and organized religion are vastly different. Honestly, I'm not much of a religious person either. But I am spiritual. When I go on my hikes, I'm alone. I learn a lot about myself. Spirituality is yourself. Your being, your morals, your values. Gandhi said it best. 
One's everyday life is never capable of being separated from his spiritual being. Yeah, but I'm out here because of the experience. Right. But that experience impacts you. Probably in ways you don't even realize yet. I'm telling you, this is a journey. Maybe you haven't even realized it yet. But this trip is going to change you. Somehow, some way. I just don't give much credence to that type of thought. I know you don't know me at all, but do me a favor. Okay. Have you had your phone on you the whole time? I need it for my GPS. Turn it off. What? Turn it off for one week. I don't know. I listen to podcasts and music while I walk. I understand that. But try You said you haven't been on your own until just recently. Be completely on your own. Don't go on social media. Don't take or make any calls. Just follow US-19. You don't even have to do it for seven days. Do five. Five full days of nothing. Nothing but the land, the air, the trees, the traffic, the people around you. Trust me. Eh, I'll think about it. Okay, do that. I have to run now. Nice meeting you. That was it. He stood, patted me on the shoulder, and walked back to his car. What a weird conversation. The next day I reached the Florida-Georgia line. I posted a pic on Facebook and received tons of congratulatory messages and comments. Wow. Florida. My home. The last state. One of the longest states, though. I rested by the sign and liked everyone's comments on my pic. While I was resting, Anders called. Hey, man. John. Congrats. Thanks. Did you see that Chase is almost to Miami? What? Really? Jesus. Yeah, he plans on being finished in about a week. (sighs) Wow. I didn't talk to Anders long. I didn't really feel like talking. Hearing that Chase was almost finished was annoying. How could he possibly be enjoying this by just powering through? But also, why did I care? This wasn't our trip now. This was my trip. And it had been ever since Tennessee. When I hung up, I stared at my phone. I remembered my grandparents mentioning how this was a spiritual journey and how much that bugged me. I didn't consider myself spiritual, and I didn't believe that this trip would change me, but maybe I was doing it wrong. Five days? Sure. Why not? I quickly texted Mom and told her I had weak signal. That way she wouldn't panic if I didn't answer for the next week. I then shut down my phone and threw it in my backpack. Okay, let's see how this goes. The Walk Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Jordan Sukenik Starring Jack Austin as John, Nick Engelhard as Chase, Ariel Zadok as Liz, Robert M. Lamb as Anders, Jose Caraballo as Isaac. Co-starring Brett Wilkins, Connor Charlton, Gene Lamb, Brian Messick, Logan Crawford, and Jerry Swindle. 
Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb production.